0: Well, good day. This is Godliness with Contentment, episode 38. My name is Keno Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. I believe that it's possible for Christians, people of faith, to reach financial independence. Now, I say I believe that. I know that not everyone in Christendom believes that. But I believe that if they were to look into the Bible and see the scriptures what god says about money then i think they'll come to the same realization but anyway you can expect one episode from me per week to help you see what the bible has to say about handling money or wealth so i'm actually a couple of days off from that i was hoping to record on sunday this is now tuesday so i apologize um been busy but not 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 a good excuse no excuse at all right now what we're doing is we're on a journey through the bible and currently looking at wealthy people in the bible who people of god this is the seventh installment in this particular series right looking at these wealthy people and today we're looking at king david last week we looked at a guy by the name of jabez now, when you think about David, sacrificial giving is probably not the first thing that comes to your mind, right? Perhaps it's the fact that he killed Goliath, right? He was a shepherd boy and killed Goliath. He became king. You know, he was that sling in the stone. He was a man after God's own heart. Um, he fell with Bathsheba. He repented. He had some trouble with his kids. But today, we talk about his sacrificial giving. And we're going to look at one particular passage in the Bible where it brings that out. So that's going to be in 2 Samuel chapter 24. And we will read verses 18 to 25. But before we jump into that, so if you plan to turn in your Bible, you can turn there. But I do have a public service announcement. A few weeks ago months ago, about three months ago, uh, I came on the podcast and I said that I wanted to lose 60 pounds in three months. And some of you may have been rooting for me. Some of you may have been saying, that's crazy. You won't be able to do it. And in fact, those who said, it was crazy, and I wouldn't do it. You're right. I did not do it. I did not lose 60 pounds in three months. I lost 40 pounds in three months. And yes, 40 is less than 60, but I'm pretty happy about the 40. I'm excited about the 40. So I look back, and I see there were days, there were times I should have been a bit more um. How, how would I say, uh, disciplined or resolute or, but I think 40 is pretty good, but I'm going to keep pushing. So anyway, those of you who didn't think I would do it, you're right. Those of you who are pulling for me, I appreciate it. So 2 Samuel 24, 18 to 25, we will read that, but before we read it, I just want to give some context. So this was at a point in Israel's history when God was displeased with them. And if you've done any reading of the Old Testament, you realize that sometimes it seemed like that was often. Not necessarily God being displeased with them, but them doing things that would displease God. So, this was one of those times. In addition to that, David, the king, decides to count the fighting men. This decision displeases god even his general joab who was a pretty sketchy guy tells david don't do it but he obeys the king's order after about 10 months the numbers came back in at this point david realized that he had done wrong and he asks god for forgiveness god sends the prophet gad to david with three options and by default David chooses three days of a plague on Israel God has mercy on the people and on David and tells the angel who is afflicting the people to stop to withdraw his hand it says there and the place that the angel stopped where God told him to stop was at the threshing floor of this guy by the name of Aruna. I don't know the correct pronunciation we're going to call him Aruna today so we're going to pick it up we're going to read verse 18 of verses 18 to 25 so on that day God went to David and said to him go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite so David went up as the Lord had commanded through God when Aruna looked and saw the king and his men coming toward him he went out and bowed down before the king with his face to the ground. Aruna said, Why has my lord the king come to a servant? To buy your threshing floor, David answered, so I can build an altar to the Lord that the plague on the people may be stopped. Aruna said to David, Let my lord the king take whatever pleases him and offer it up. Here are oxen for the burnt offering, and here are threshing sledges and ox yokes for the wood. O King, Aruna gives all this to the king. Arona also said to him, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king replied to Arona, No, I insist on paying for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen and paid fifty shekels of silver for them. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then the Lord answered prayer in behalf of the land and the plague on Israel was stopped. So we find here a pretty interesting narrative. We however are going to focus on the money side of things. David does not believe that he should sacrifice to God something that cost him nothing. And before we jump into that, what does it mean to sacrifice? Well, I found this definition. Sacrifice, the act of giving up something highly valued for the sake of something else considered to have a greater value or claim. Here, David was going to sacrifice the animals on the altar so that the plague would be stopped. And so the thing that was of lesser value was the animals, but also even the the threshing floor of Aruna. and the thing of greater value was the life of the people. And perhaps this means that the angel was only paused by God, and maybe he was going to start again, but after the sacrifice, the angel was stopped for good, the plague was stopped for good. Here it says that David buys the threshing floor and animals, the oxen, for 50 shekels of silver. In a parallel passage, that's in uh, 1 Chronicles 21, it says that David bought the site for 600 shekels of gold. So a lot of money. So in Samuel, 2 Samuel, it says threshing floor, but in Chronicles, it says site, no conflict there. In fact, this would become the site for the temple that Solomon built. So he's talking in Samuel about just the threshing floor of Aruna, but in fact, the whole site, so not just the threshing floor, but other property around it, David purchased from Aruna for 600 shekels of gold. And that would be the site for the temple that Solomon built. But back to David. We get a glimpse of his heart about giving and worship. No doubt, there are those today who profess Christianity but are not good givers when it comes to the work of God. David had an opportunity to get away scot-free. He wouldn't have had to spend a dime or in this case a shackle. (laughs) But instead, He wants to sacrifice. He wants to give to God. And of course, he also felt some responsibility because he did something that displeased God and he had a big role to play. And he wanted to also play a part in stopping it. He wanted to clean up the mess by whatever he could do. Now, I don't know about you, but I love free things. Just as much as the next guy, I love free things. Perhaps sometimes more than the next guy. But there comes a time when each of us needs to put our hands in our pockets and contribute towards the work of God getting done. And here, David shows us it isn't just about contributing, but it's about sacrificing. He gave something valuable for something more valuable that sounds like a win-win for me ask yourself am i sacrificing towards my local church or other organization or cause that god wants me to sacrifice for causes that are doing the work god desires and when you come up short i want to encourage you to look back at this example and follow David's example. So again, he's not typically, when we think about David, sacrificial giving doesn't come to mind, but this is a great example. So he made a mess. He he was sorry about it. He wanted God to forgive him. He wanted to play a part in cleaning up the mess. And he wanted to give sacrificially. He didn't just want to take what somebody else was giving and say, okay, great. I don't have to spend any money. I don't have to give anything. No, no, no. He wanted to give. He wanted to sacrifice. I want to encourage us with that. Let us give to God's work being done. Let us sacrifice towards God's work being done. Well, that's all I have for you today. Join me next time when we take a look at Solomon, right? He's known for his wisdom. Also, please invite your friends and family to listen to the podcast. Tell them, search for Godliness with Contentment wherever they listen to podcasts. This is Kino Hanna signing off saying, check you later.